Well, hello and welcome to another podcast. This is Rudy Holland. We're looking forward today to continuing our journey through the book of Philippians. And we're talking about how our joy can be full. And uh, on the last podcast, we talked about the first two verses that I really enjoyed sharing thoughts from those two verses about how the Christ is our consolation and how that, we, we, that he loves us and, and how that we ought to console each other and we ought to love each other and, and uh, that we ought to have compassion one for another as Christ has compassion for us. All these things are very, very important ingredients to our, the joy, of our Christian joy being full. Someone said, um, and I think very true, uh, a very truthful statement, They'd much rather see a sermon than hear one. And I think sometimes in, <coughs> excuse me, I think sometimes in our, our Christian experience that we need to be a little more conscious of how people uh, view us, how they see us. Now you say, oh, you're talking about whether or not we're, we're, we're out doing worldly things. No, 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 I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about how people see us in our relationship with each other. Now, I know a lot of people who have been severely offended and, and to be put in the vernacular of our study, I think have lost joy over watching the way one Christian would treat another Christian without compassion without concern. I'm not talking about excusing sin. I'm just talking about learning to get along. One of the things that robs us of our joy is people. The way people treat us. Yes. The way we see people treating other people. Absolutely. And sad to say sometimes the way we treat other people as well. <coughs> Excuse me again. Today we pick up our um, our study though in verse three of chapter two of Philippians, talking about this very thing: how our joy can be full, understanding that we live in in the flesh, and we live among people that uh, are have the same problem with sinful flesh as we do and that we will fail each other and we will disappoint each other but in order to have fullness of joy we have to have a right relationship with others and be able to to love others in spite sometimes of, 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 of the way they treat us. Notice what Paul said in verse 3 of chapter 2. He said, now let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Huh. I, I, uh, I've pondered that, that, that thought many, many times. Esteeming others better than themselves or better than ourselves. You know, I've been disappointed in my life by... Uh, by people on various occasions and 
various circumstances. And uh, I, 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 my, my feelings hurt. And next thing you know, I'm <clears throat> I've lost my joy in serving the Lord. Because in serving the Lord, I'm serving those people, and those, those people seem to be so ungrateful. And I've had to stop and think about that from the perspective of that I wonder how many people I have disappointed. Maybe I wasn't there when I should have been. Maybe I didn't say what I should have said. Maybe I wasn't all that I should have been from their perspective. Not that I did anything on purpose, but just the fact that I was not all that I, what they expected me to be. I would suggest to you that what Paul is saying here to the church in Philippi, he said, now, <coughs> you've, got, you've got some problems among you, that, that, that's true. And there, there are some differences, and there was. Uh, and, and there are some who, who, who have even departed from the faith, and, and there were. But be careful, be careful. Maintain a right attitude. Stand for what's right. Oh, absolutely. We don't compromise our uh, the faith, but stand with the right spirit and understand that maybe you don't have fallen into error as some others have, or maybe you haven't fallen into sin as some others have, but be assured there's somebody that you've disappointed somewhere along life's way. And so esteem others better than yourself. Look for the good in people. My mama used to say, and I've heard others who have said the same thing, if you can't have anything good to say about somebody, don't say anything. Well, I, I, I think you can take that too far and to an extreme. On the other hand, I think in, in, in a general sense, it's, it, it's a good recommendation. It's, it's good instruction. Paul goes on in the next verse, and he said, Look not on every, every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Now, what he was saying was, don't be so self-centered. Look, look at the needs of others. You know what I found out? I found out that helping other people helps me. Helps me. Uh, I, I remember a story told by, by a preacher. It was, he's now in heaven. His name was Dr. Cecil Hodges. And he told the story, and whether it was he who was the pastor or another pastor, I, I don't recall, but he told the story uh, about a, a lady who was dealing with Great Depression. She had lost her husband and some other tragedies in her life. And she kept coming to the pastor, who him, whoever, seeking counsel and yet saying, I can't get over this, and just weeping and broken. And finally, the pastor gave her this instruction. He said, do you really want to get over this, these feelings of depression and sadness and so on? And she, the lady said, yes, I do. He said, I want you to go home. I want you to fix a wonderful meal. And then he said, I want you to take your, your fine dishes and your silverware and your glassware and your napkins. I want you to load it all up in the car and and put all the food in the car, 
And I want you to take it, and he gave him the name of a family that was very, very poor and had nothing. And I want you to take it over, and I want you to set the food up for them, and I want you to serve them. And she said, well, why would I do that? He said, you said you would do what I said do to get over your depression. And the lady said, I'll do it. And she went home, and she did all that had been told her to do. And she came back to the pastor, <coughs> and she said, Pastor, thank you. She said, I walked into that humble house, not even chairs to sit on, a makeshift table, and I set that food before those people. And I watched them as they ate, and the joy, and she said, all of a sudden, I found a joy that I hadn't known in a long, long time. Hey, listen, don't look so much on your need. Look on the needs of others. That's where your joy will be full. Serving others, serving others. I've told this story a hundred times, but it blesses me every time I do. I was in Dr. Lee Robertson's office one day, and, <clears throat> and visits with Dr. Robertson were always just a few minutes. And at the end of every meeting that he had with you, he would fall on his knees beside, beside, behind his desk and pray and pray for whatever you came in to speak to with him about. And so when he fell on his knees to pray, I knelt out of my chair on my knees, and I could see behind his desk, and I saw a little card taped to his desk. I don't know if it stayed there all the time or if it was there for a special reason. I don't know. But it had these words on it. Live for others. I've never forgotten that. As a young man, it made such an impact and impression in my life. May I say to you, if you want your joy to be full, esteem others better than yourself. Don't look so much on your own needs. Look on the needs of others and let God use you to be a blessing to others. And you know what you'll find out? You'll find out you'll be the beneficiary of the greater blessing. Joy. Our fullness, the fullness of joy. That's how we maintain our joy. In, uh, in the next verse, he said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Now, now he says, now, what he's saying is, now, I, I want you to look at the example that I'm going to give you of the things that I've just told you to do. And he said, I want you to look, first of all, I want you to have the same attitude I want you to look at the example of Jesus. Now, the next few verses, and we'll get into them in our, our next podcast. The next few verses give to us a, a, a wonderful description of all that Jesus did for us. And you know what? He did that. He did all that he did. He, his death on the cross and, and him, his incarnation, his crucifixion, all of those things that we'll read about when we read these verses. And we see that he did that, all of that, that our joy might be full. But can I say this? His joy was also full, for he was doing his Father's will. He fulfilled his purpose. He completed 
God's plan, the Father's plan for his life. I can't say it often enough. I can't say it clear enough. If you really want to live a joyous Christian life, you got to live a sacrificial life. It'll cost you something. Yes, it will. But the reward that you receive, the joy, is far greater than any of the sacrifice. You got to live as a servant. You got to be willing to be a be a slave sometimes to others, certainly to Jesus, but sometimes even to people serving people, serving people, serving Jesus, sacrificing for others, presenting your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. It's your reasonable service, Paul said. That's how our joy is maintained, is made full. And I hope that you'll ponder these thoughts, read these verses, anticipate our next podcast when we get into the, uh, the example that the Apostle Paul gives of Jesus. And beginning in verse 6, well, some of my favorite verses in the Bible, verses 6 and following, because they describe so avidly what Jesus did for us when he came, when he died, that you and I might be saved. Well, I hope today you've enjoyed these few simple thoughts. They, uh, they're not profound, and uh, nothing profound about me, but I, I just want to just simply help you understand the, uh, the simplicity of the teachings of the scriptures regarding this matter of our joy being full. May God bless you today. I hope you have a great day. Until next time, goodbye.